welcome to the London Property Podcast. Today we're in conversation with Gary Barlow, who's a partner with the project management and building consultancy team at Levy Real Estate LLP. Gary's got over 15 years experience as a chartered surveyor. He's a keen cyclist, and if you can't find him on a building site, you will find him going up mountains on his bike. Um, I started way back when I was at university in Nottingham Trent, um, did a building surveying degree. Um, I then uh, started working for a company called FFT, who are a um, social housing biased company. So I cut my teeth in social housing, uh, training around all of Camden's, sorry, Islington's um, street properties, doing the, uh, the home improvements on, on their street properties, which was interesting. So you learned a hell of a lot on, on that. Uh, it was the first housing PFI in the country, and I learned a hell of a lot of that uh, information on, on that. Um, joined Levy. Um, and I've been here for 10 years now. So, yeah, I'm absolutely loving it. I joined Levy as a, as a building surveyor, worked my way up and got to um, to partner level. Yeah. Good for you. So, basically, when you when you started your training, effectively, you were learning from big landlords what their problems are. Yeah, exactly. I, I think from, 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 from two elements, really. We were dealing with the, the social housing landlord, um, who were Camden. Sorry, I keep saying Camden, because I'm working with Camden at the moment. They were Islington. Um, I was dealing with the, the PFI who were trying to get everything together and, and make everything work with all these street properties. Um, and then I was also working with, with very closely with the contractor delivering the work. Being a PFI, it's a big sort of consortium of, 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 of organisations trying to get this huge development to work on lots of street properties. And then obviously on the, on the ground level, we're trying to work with the residents. Um, and the residents work from a family of, of, of maybe eight or nine, um, all the way through to um, single occupiers, uh, and you meet all walks of life um, in the, in those sorts of properties. Um, the most interesting one from memory was uh, a, a brother and sister who owned who lived in a street property um, townhouse that was converted. His dad bought it brand new. Um, it was a Victorian townhouse. His dad bought it brand new. Uh, he then sold it to the, to the local authority in the sort of 60s who converted it into flats and then gave them the bottom flat and rented out the top flat but it was never um there was never a, an individual front door so you could just walk between the flats which was really quite interesting uh, obviously so that came to an end a few years later when they realized obviously security issues and whatnot and the building pretty much remained empty uh, on the top floor since that point um and this this brother and sister were living in there he was 101 and she was 100 three that lived there all their lives um wow. exactly so obviously the, the the pfi would go right come on we've got to go in we've got to give them hot water and central heating and baths and i was like whole fire if you decant them and put them into a new new property you're going to kill them so yeah. they've lived there all their lives so let's just go in softly softly by the time uh, you know we'll, we'll give them what they want to make their lives comfortable by the time we come to the end of our program in five years time probability is that they won't be an issue um, yeah. in a nice way. Um, so that's what we did. We sort of gave them a little bit of comfort and then moved them to the end of the programme. So it's, it's just dealing with, with people as well as property. It's, um, it's, that's, that's what I enjoy, I think, is, is, is the people side of things as well as the property side of things. Well, I think that's, the, that's actually a really key point because people are so different and actually no two days in property are the same that you've got to have that, that kind of intuition of how to minimize 
the inevitable disagreements that people will have with the plan or with the direction versus what they want and, you know, trying to get them to see exactly. the light. So it is a really, it is a, it is a skill. So having, having the, the kind of um, chartered surveyor background is, is, is only part of the equation. A very small part of it, because actually that's handy, but that's not what's going to get you the, the, the clients. So what's going to get exactly. you the clients I, I, is I your. Think, I think that grounding, uh, learning, learning my footing in a residential background makes you appreciate that the buildings are people's homes and so on. And then transferring that into a commercial setting understand that you know, people run businesses from these from these premises and that's the most important thing to the people and the business is is, is key to these organizations um, and we've got to, whatever we do for them it needs to be um, it needs to be seamless um, so they can t- continue to operate yeah and also you've got to be able to deliver what you promise and and, and then exactly. manage all the hurdles that will come up to make sure exactly. that you yeah, can deliver about, on your promise it's about communication I think if there's a hurdle coming up people don't mind so much as long as they're aware of it and then we've looked at all the options of how to how to overcome that hurdle um it's if the hurdle comes up out of the blue and we don't know what we're doing then that's that's the issue and i think that comes as as our role in as project manager we've done it time and time again and we know we know what's coming we can foresee most of the issues um and we sort of at the beginning of the project we can lay those out as a timeline to right, we've got to make decisions by at that point at that point on these things um, there are always going to be things that come up that we we don't we're not aware of or we're, we're not expecting, um, but it's how we we know how to deal with those and, and, and what to do when when they come up. Yeah, well, when we were doing, we had a family flat that we we my father was kind enough to let me gut and re, refurbish with no experience. Uh, what I what I found out, and that was a big flat that was over three and a half thousand square feet, and what I learned there was you got to strip back to the bones first. Because then you minimize the surprise elements of things coming up further down the project. So if you've got the ability, that's a really good place to start is just strip everything back, get rid of everything, start with the bones and then build up from there. So so, so for people who, who, who may not know, a, a, a chartered surveyor's main role is to go into existing buildings and, and see their state and, and, and what they need by way of repair. And you've taken that basis to the next level where you say, okay, well, I can come in and help you remodel this project, rebuild this project, um, coordinate all the different elements that need to come together for you to, to, to finish what you're trying to do here. Is that, is that the right so, way so, to explain so, it? Surveyors have a, a very broad brush in terms of skills when we sort of leave university, as it were. Um, and a number of surveyors will specialise. You've got uh, sort of dilapidation surveyors wall surveyors and then obviously general acquisition specialists who go in and, and look at acquisitions for buildings um, and then through to project management so there's lots of different specialisms within within our um, within our, our trade um, we and I as a, as a, as a, as a surveyor I, I, I focus more on the project management side of things so again having that background of, of, of being a surveyor undertaking acquisition surveys I know what to look for. I know what's coming up, and I know, you know, I know how to to, to guide three people through that sort of minefield. So, talk us through um, some of the experiences you've had in in sort of. So, we're our audience are about super prime. So we are we are uh, covering the markets from Hampstead through to Notting Hill in all the super prime locations. So, talk us through some of the some of the 
projects that you have been involved with in Super Prime, not necessarily the details of what the projects are, but more about when you get brought along and how you you engage with the client. Either um, they are realistic enough that they've employed you from the start or they've called you in to problem solve. I think that's exactly it. We do we do get brought in at, at various different stages. Um, we've got long-standing relationships with clients who are landlords of flats throughout sort of Mayfair um, and, and St James's and so on. And and they they bring us in. We look at the project. We 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 walk through with their architect, with the builders, and we we give them advice on it. Actually, if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll save some money because you're not adjusting the structure. You don't have to deal with party walls. Therefore, it's not delays. Uh, however, you know you might look at it if we if we take that wall out, you'll gain X amount of square footage. So we, we bring all of that in at the at the very offset. Um, so that didn't really didn't necessarily answer your your question. Um, the, the 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 types of projects we get involved in are really varied. So anything from a one bed flat that we refurbish for said clients, um, all the way through to um, large houses uh, and, and full sort of muse properties that, that are connected to that, digging basements uh, and doing the full refurbishment. I think the the level in, in which we come in, when we, when we come in at the very beginning, I think it's fantastic because we can help clients get involved with the architect, help them choose an architect, we can help them, them uh, decide on, on which route they want to go down in that respect. Uh, we can help them choose the other consultants such as um, the M&E consultants, the planning consultants, there are there are lots and lots of specialists that you need to deal with with a, with a building project, and I think it is extremely important that you get the right people on the team at the beginning, people you can get on with as well as who can deliver the service properly. Um, that, that, that having that relationship with the team is very very important, um, especially if you're doing a, a complicated project that maybe involves some planning disputes and so on. Um, knowing that you've got the right team fighting your corner is is key. Uh, I think we we tend to bring all of that team together at the at the outset to make sure that the clients um, really on, on a good footing from, from the outset. Okay, and uh, do you? Do, I mean, presumably you have a panel of builders and a panel of M and E consultants and QS and so on. Do you do you uh, choose these also based on personalities of putting the team together? Is, is that quite a key? Factor, or do they all come kind of in 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 clubs together? So when you when you get that builder, you know that these is kind of the team of experts that work around him. Or how, how does that process work? No, I think we look we look at each each project separately, um, and we 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 see which is appropriate. So there will be certain contractors that are appropriate for certain projects, um, and likewise for the for the engineers and for the for the M and E consultants and so on. Um, with that, there's there's certainly um, they're certainly not a pigeonhole. You don't say actually if you take on that contractor, then you get X, Y, and Z. That's not the case. We would we make sure that we go out to two or three different contractors, two or three different uh, consultants for each specialism. We get some prices together. We introduce them to the client so that they know obviously the cost, they know what they're doing, and then they get to meet the personality because of obviously price is key. People want to make sure that they're getting value for money, uh, but they also want to make sure that they've got someone who can, who can or a safe pair of hands who can do the work. So I would imagine anybody who's taking on a building project, and it seems that in the past 10 years, more and more people are taking on building projects. You know, if 10 years ago, somebody asked me to to recommend a builder to them, I'd be like, no, sorry, no idea, can't help you. It just wasn't worth it. But I think, I think that 
the world has really evolved and and actually the quality of work and 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 the sort of professionalism that's out there seems from where i sit and i'm not as involved as you are seems to have really really um become a better quality a better class of 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 services absolutely you know i think the the, the contractors the main contractors have really stepped up to the game over the last few years as you said there are still people there are still firms out there who um who maybe are less scrupulous uh, and less skilled um and i think obviously those are the ones you need to keep an eye on um, I've got a project, it's a live project, so I won't see where it is. Um, but a client of mine who was excavating a basement, they decided that they got the architect involved to undertake the design, the structural engineer to, to undertake the design of the basement, and then elevate that over to the contractor who was going to take it all on, deal with it as a design and build package, and, and, the, and the client was going to manage that. Unfortunately, the contractor went slightly off-piste with his, uh, his, his works, um, dug the piles out of um, out sequence. The whole building shifted, um, and has caused you know untold damage um, in terms of in terms of cost and and and, and uh, disruption. Um, the property wasn't uh, just a standalone property. There's there's flats above, so obviously it's caused damage to those flats. Oh. Um, and and you know we we think this is where we say we get brought in at a different time. So we're now we've now been brought back in. Um, to pick up the pieces, to deal with the contractors, to deal with the insurance company, uh, and make sure that all of the flats are fitted back out to, to the right standard and the work's carried out properly. Had we been involved from the offset, we would have spotted that the contractor was digging the piles out of sequence, hopefully, um, and, and we could have stopped before the majority of the damage was was caused. Um, so I think it's just about experience. I think if, if your clients have got the experience and they know how to run a project, fantastic. Uh, we can come in and give them very light, light, um, light touch um, service, and so, so actually these these are the areas you probably need a little bit of advice on. Um, if you're a complete novice and you've not done it before, however, you're a you're a keen business person and you know how to run a, a project within your business. Um, yes, you've got a certain amount of those skills, but you don't have all of the skills you need to run a, a construction project. It's a it's a very a, a construction project is a very interesting beast, and, and, it, and it moves. Uh, in, in mysterious ways, in a sense, because there's, yeah. there's lots of um, there's lots of moving parts. You've got to make sure that those moving parts come together in one here. Um, and I, I think that's where we add value. We just we just we 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 collate all of that information. We make sure the clients got all the information at the right time, and they can uh, they can make the decisions they need to. Um, I suppose people a need to be aware that such a thing exists, but then uh, you know a lot of people try to do things at at, at uh, you know as little cost as possible. So if somebody was to bring you into a project, I mean, I always say, how do you actually balance the fact that if I hadn't brought in a project manager, I would have probably made the same amount of mistakes in time lost and wrong yep. decisions made that would cover the cost of having brought in a project manager. So let's assume that everything goes well and the client is savvy and the costs are what they are. Would you say having a, a, a construction manager is adding a certain percentage as a general rule to the, to the overall cost? What, what would that normally be? I think, it, I think it, it does. It does. Add, we do add value. And I think that that value Varies depending on the on the, the level of the project, the contractor, the complexity, and so on. Um, I, I guess we could probably save the client. You know, we we certainly could save our client fees um, on, on most projects. Um, 
and that may be as much as contract administration. So we we, we get involved with just the contract. Admin. Sorry, I'm so sorry. One second, please. Can you say that 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 Um, sorry. So the question, the, the, the question I was asking. So you were saying that uh, you do end up saving them fees. So does that mean that the value you bring to the project ends up, in an overall picture, costing them less than if they had done it? A, a, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. In most circumstances, that's the case. We would, we would certainly save our fees and more on on, on a project. Um, you know, it might be just just looking at just looking at things with experience and 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 telling a client actually if you do x y and z you can do this and you can achieve something in a slightly cheaper way uh it might be you know of that, that that's that's one element obviously the other the other side of it is with the contractors and the contractors are in it to make money um, yeah. i'm not saying they're all going to try and pull the wool over your eyes but you know if if they come back to you with a cost how do you know as client that, that cost is is the right figure um you know by having us on board we can double check that figure we can go out we can get um get another quote for you we can just make sure that those figures are in line with industry standards that way all the way through you've got a record it's managing those contracts as well and those instructions um you know keep keeping an eye on on the instructions you've always got a, a final account figure in play um knowing knowing what that's going to be all the way through the project that's that's key yeah, and I, I, in my experience, when, when, as I say, when I was given the reins by my father to do this project, what I, what I learned is that a lot of people in the, in the way that they sign up the contracts with the client try to basically have nothing you can go back to them about. That's not, yeah. it's nothing to do with me. And, as, and, and you know, I remember in, in our case, I was talking to the architect, like, but you brought everybody along. There's, yeah, but you signed the contract directly with them. I'm like, but now I have a problem. I, so it was it was it was a, it was a learning curve yeah that I, think, I think we 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 do run projects so that that um the client signs contracts with the contractors obviously we're not liable for the contract however um saying we're not liable for the contract sounds as if we're, we're trying to use the scapegoat terms that your architect may have been using but what, what i was getting at there is we we don't have a financial relationship with them so the, finan the finances are going to come from yourself as clients um, so obviously that relationship is important but what we do is we get the um the foundations in place so we make sure the specification the drawings are all watertight they have all the information on there that we they can have yeah <laughs> um, um so where, where were we um, start at the beginning yes i you know make sure you've got the right team around you you know sit down get the team around you make sure you can work with the people that you're going to be enduring this team this this process with um, and uh, uh, and and make sure that you're getting the right advice. Um, the right advice at the beginning will set you in good stead for the rest of the project. Brilliant. Anything you want to share with me that I haven't covered? Um, no, I think I, th I think just generally we you know we we are we're we're a very hands-on firm. We like to make sure the client is, is is focused and we're flexible. So you know, if a client thinks they've got uh, an element of experience and they would like us to get involved with. Uh, helping them at a very high level, whether it be just putting together contracts, putting together documents, we can help with that. If they want the full, uh, the full project management uh, role, then again, we can we can help with that uh, and move forward. Um, hopefully, that gives you some information. Sorry, I, I'm not. Um, yeah. um, but uh, you know, in terms of in terms of complexity, we we've dealt with all of those issues, and you know, when things go wrong, we we pick up and, and run with it. You know, the client only asks us to get certain involved in that project. 
but we've, we've taken on a lot more and, uh, and and helped him get through all of those those minefields, and we are hopefully due to complete uh, towards the end of this year. Oh, well done, well done. Yeah, and what we'll, we'll, COVID in there that, that threw it up as well. So, so how do your clients usually come to you? How would people usually be be introduced to you? We we get clients through. I mean, Levy, um, who were formerly DNJ Levy, have been around for nearly eighty years. So we've got a, a fantastic client base. Uh, we've been based in St James's and Mayfair for all of that time. Uh, we've currently got an office on on Piccadilly. Um, we we get referred work from existing clients. We get referred work from solicitors. Um, we get referred work from architects. Uh, you know, we we clients come to us because of our our, our reputation. Good. Well, you came to me because you were recommended by a chartered surveyor that I highly regard. So um, it it is all about word of mouth and who we know, isn't it? In this in this world. Yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. And um, what would be the what would be the the your advice to um, somebody who's taking on a building project? What, what would you what we the JCT contract will tell you what type of procurement to use whether you go into it with a design and build contract or a minor works with elements of design and build or whether we do a, a straight traditional procurement route so there's you know we, we bring that to the table and make sure that you sign to the right contract with the right clauses in it and if it needs amending we work with your solicitors to make sure that the correct amendments are in there okay so you can help clients basically protect themselves with all these contracts that they sign that they don't necessarily have any clue about what could go wrong that they need to be protected for. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, no, it gives a lot of information because, you know, I think that people in, in, in different aspects of, of, of this business, uh, when they're like-minded in what they do, uh, you know, and from what you're saying, you're willing to do as little or as much as the client wants, which is a way that somebody develops long-term relationships. Yeah, because either they might need you a little bit now and they might need you a little bit more later or they might have friends who need you. And I think it's a very important uh, way to, to, to deal with clients, to actually understand what do they need or, more importantly, in your case also, when are they ready? Yeah, exactly. you know? I mean, if you use the example of the project that you, the clients you put us in touch with a little while ago who were looking to the, the, the house refurb that was into flats and they were splitting it back in, um, you know, that we're happy to go along. We're happy to walk through the project with them, um, spend a little time with them, and, you know, spend a, spend a morning or an afternoon with them, walking through the project, giving them some advice. That's something we're happy to do, you know, free of charge, uh, to, to 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 you know to to give them some advice as to how they need to move uh, progress. Now, if that comes out to be a project, fantastic. If if for that instance that one doesn't, they know that we're there and we give good advice, and hopefully they'll they'll, they'll pick us up with the next one. You know, well, we're, exactly. we're very flexible in that respect. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's why, you know, like-minded people actually levitate towards each other. And that's kind of been a bit of an inspiration for why why we're doing what we're doing. Because I think there's a lot of us out there that do try hard and do try to, to, to do our best. And I think if we can unite and have a message that goes out to to the people who are needing our services, that actually there is a way for you to know where to go to to find people who you can rely on, who've got experience, who've got expertise, and they're going to hold your hand the right way. Thank you very much. So, um, well, thank you to Gary Barlow of Levy. That was very interesting and uh, useful if you're about to take on a development project.